Today on Natural Health Dialogue with naturopathic Dr. Randy Lee, we're going to kind of say happy birthday to America. So when you're hearing this, it's a bit of a belated birthday, but we're going to talk about what we normally do in the last podcast of the month. We're going to talk about health benefits related to the holidays in that month. We all know what the main holiday in July is, right, Randy? What are we talking about? You betcha. Yeah, Jolene does these, and she does a tremendous amount of research and tries to find the holiday and then find something about that holiday that leads to something dealing with health that we can talk about. And there's really only one major holiday in July in the United States, and that's the 4th of July, Independence Day. And so she found three or four different things here. It's a, it's a lengthy blog. You can read the, uh, read the blog. I'm going to, in this podcast, just touch on some of the major things that she found that she could relate to the idea of the 4th of July, Independence Day, uh, things that we do to celebrate Independence Day. And of course, most people, when you say, how do you celebrate Independence Day? The very first thing that comes up is fireworks. Blow stuff up. I suspect that vast majority of us, uh, and uh, on the Fourth of July past, uh, did a tremendous, went and visited a tremendous fireworks display, or we watched the one at the National uh, Mall on the television, or um, um, had some kind, uh, bought some fireworks if they're legal where you are, and set them off. And so she used um, uh, as the health benefit here. She said. Uh, the 4th of July is the busiest day of the year for who? Firefighters and emergency rooms. That makes sense. Yeah. More people get hurt doing these fireworks or more people set fires doing these fireworks uh, than most anything else. So she said, let's talk about fire and emergency rooms a little bit and some of the things you can do. She gives a brief introduction of, of, uh, of that concept and and some points uh, about how far away you should stay uh, what firefighters tell you you ought to do about being safe with the fireworks and those kind of things so some some general health center general practical uh, things that she gives you about the fireworks displays but then she goes into the problems that can cause and there's some major uh, talk here about how do you treat minor burns how do you treat major burns uh, how do you treat amputations? And we don't like to talk about that, uh, but an awful lot of people lose uh, fingers and lose hands and stuff by letting fireworks go off in their hands. If you've got a cherry bomb that goes off in your fingers, you're probably going to lose a finger. So how do you uh, treat shock and treat eye injuries and those kinds of things? Right. So that's, um, that's one area that she covered in the, in the blog. Uh, the second one is... Uh, treating areas, uh, uh, another area of uh, the celebration, excuse me, is uh, things that we eat. Yeah, and, watermelon, uh, hamburgers, hot dogs. Yeah, uh, and she goes into a lot of the digestive enzymes that are required and trouble with uh, tummy bloating and gas and stuff because of some of the things that we eat that we don't eat all the time. Uh, she uh, talks extensively about the importance of enzymes and gives us a lot of specifics on what each enzyme does and uh, why you need that particular enzyme and what that enzyme is going to help you break down in your body. Now that doesn't have anything to do with the 4th of July, but the eating special things does. And then she related that to the enzymes. Uh, she gives you a bunch of natural food sources for enzymes. So if you need, for example, uh, some um, bromelain uh, to digest some uh, uh, 
uh, proteins uh, in your body, you can get that bromelain from pineapple. And she tells you that. So there's hmm. foods that you can eat that help with many of these kinds of things as well. And then she went to, if you're not eating those kinds of things, you're probably eating a lot of barbecue because barbecuing over the 4th of July is particularly a big thing to do. And in hers, she treated it as proteins and has a very lengthy expose on proteins. What kinds, uh, where can you get them? What are some high protein meats? What are some high protein vegetables? What are some high protein other things that we eat? Um, uh, spinach, very, very high in protein. Most people don't realize that. Uh, mm. Many beans that are high in protein. So a lot of sources that we don't normally think of as being high protein that we can add other than just meats, mm. particularly if you're concerned about the source of your meats and maybe getting parasites out of them. Uh, if you wash your spinach, you're not going to get parasites out of it. Gotcha. Um, that's just my way of tying this into the monthly theme of parasites. <laughs> Good job, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Got to look for those, uh, those little keys in there. She also gives us a good expose on amino acids and what you can get from those. Um, probably one of the most popular non-alcoholic drinks that people do uh, at the 4th of July is lemonade. And she's got... Um, uh, a whole bunch of things that you can get. You know, I've mentioned several times before that one of the ways to keep your body more alkaline and less prone to infection is by using lemon water. Mm -hmm. um, lemon water and uh, apple cider vinegar being the two acid drinks that actually help to alkalize your body, keeping down most of the pathogens that bother your body. And so she gives you a lot of stuff about lemonade, um, digestive assistance, kidney stone prevention, weight loss support, uh, fever treatment, uh, cancer prevention, high blood pressure, uh, pH balancing. All of those things are covered in a little bit of detail uh, when, you, uh, uh, when you're talking about uh, drinks. And I'll get to it a little bit later or here in a minute or so, but I always say she always ends all these blogs with uh, recipes and there are some phenomenal recipes for French lemonade and, and uh, lavender lemonade, a lot of different kinds of lemonade that you can get out of this blog as well. Hmm. Her last, her last area of celebration uh, was talking about most of it's done outdoors on the grass, tying it into my walking in the grass. You could do a lot of that walking barefoot, during the 4th of July while you're out there in the grass anyway. And, um, and, but she ties it into the food sources of talking about the lowly weed. And she's got about a full page of things that most people would never think about, about weeds. Some that are edible, some that are uh, beneficial for uh, their flowers and their, and their leaves. From my perspective, one of the most misunderstood weeds out there is dandelion. People try to get rid of dandelions all the time. And yet in various places in the country, they make dandelion wine. You can eat dandelions and dandelion blossoms in your salads. Dandelion mm. leaves are a tonic herb. Uh, God gives us thing at the time of the year when we need it. And if you're needing a spring tonic, there's nothing better than going out to those dandelions. If you haven't put pesticides on them, right. kicking the young green tender leaves and putting them in your salads, they taste a lot like arugula, just slightly bitter, very tasty though, make a nice addition to your salad and also uh, a nice addition to your health as they help to uh, de detonify 
uh, a lot of the uh, toxins that are in your body as well. So you're saying you can eat the entire dandelion? You can eat the entire dandelion. Huh. A dandelion roots, by the way, if you pull them up and clean them and, and uh, uh, make a tea out of them or chew on them for that matter, is our number one in, a, in the whole herbal community. It's our number one diuretic. So oh. if you're having trouble um, peeing when you, uh, when, when you need to, dandelion will help you do that. If you're bloating, if you're holding water weight, dandelion roots are what I'm going to give you. I'm going to charge you $15 for 100 capsules <laughs> of dandelion roots if you come to my store right. saying that you need a diuretic or, or you're bloated or you're holding on to water. I'm going to give you dandelion roots and charge you 15 bucks for it. You can get it out of your yard for free, make your own tea, or just chew on it or eat the root as long as you clean it first. Uh, right. wash it all off and everything. It's, it's a great diuretic. So every part of the dandelion is useful uh, to your health. And then that? she ends with about three pages of phenomenal uh, recipes. Uh, I'll tell you one gross one. More and more people in the world these days are looking at things like locusts. Remember John the Baptist lived on locusts and wild yeah. honey. Locusts are edible. Locusts are edible. Grass hoppers are edible. Crickets. Much of the world now is raising crickets. They're drying them, using them for a uh, protein source. And so uh, she's actually got a spiced cricket flour cookie uh, recipe that. in here. So there are a <laughs> number of recipes that, uh, that deal with things that come from the earth that are in the blog. Take a look at those and, uh, and, and maybe even give it a little try and see if it's something that you could... Uh, you could live with as a part of your diet. I've got a couple of them that I'm actually going to try. Um, the crickets. I, uh, I'm going to try the cricket oh, cricket flower one. Look forward I, to hearing uh, about that. She's she's made it into cookies, and um, and I can use uh, a sugar alternative and use cricket flour and uh, come up with something. I'll let you know how it turns out. I'm okay, going to do good. that. We'll hold you to it. Uh, until next time, everybody. We hope you're safe and healthy. Happy belated Fourth of July. We'll see you next time. Amen. Bye bye. Thank you.